All right, today's podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies of Jonesboro in the shops at Hilltop. I'm thinking about going by Crumble and getting me some cookies today. That sounds good. Maybe one Crumble cookie, maybe two Crumble cookies, maybe three Crumble cookies, maybe four, Mm -hmm. maybe five Crumble cookies, or six Crumble cookies, or seven Crumble cookies, or more. Maybe 1,444. Oh, well, listen, don't sell them on the side of the road, please. Would I get in trouble if I did that? That's kind of smart. Yes, Cody McPherson would not like that. I could just drive around like the ice cream man does, but I'm selling cookies. No, don't do that. I got cookies in my car. Don't do that. You guys want some cookies? I got cookies here in the truck if you guys want some. Hey, uh, cheers to Crumble and cheers to this week's Crumble Cookies lineup. We have the Peanut Butter Munch featuring Muddy Buddies. It's a peanut butter cookie topped with a symphony of milk chocolate, Muddy Buddies pieces, and a sprinkle of powdered sugar. There's also the new Strawberry Milk. It's a Strawberry Lover's Delight. It's a bright strawberry pie cookie that's filled with silky strawberry mousse and sprinkled with a delicious strawberry streusel. And if you're feeling chocolatey, how about the Dark Dream, a decadent chocolate cookie packed and topped with loads of melty, gooey, semi-sweet chocolate chips. They also have the Pink Cadillac Sugar. It's a vanilla sugar cookie, and it's topped with this perfect pink swoop of real almond frosting and Crumble's iconic Pink Cadillac. Or the cake batter, a trifecta of cake batter goodness, including a swirl of cake batter, cream cheese frosting, and mini cake batter balls. There's something about the way you're delivering the the last part of that that is funny to me every time I hear it. It's cake batter balls. What am I saying? Cake batter balls. <laughs> okay. This ain't and baseball, Kelly. Mini cake. Mini cake. Oh, and mini cake batter balls. Plus, there's a milk chocolate chip. It's a classic can't-go-wrong cookie. It's thick, it's soft, and it's packed full of milk chocolate chips. You can pick them all up at Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. Download the app, and you can actually order online and skip the line. Or you can go to the website, Just, which is... Can I Can I have one part of the thing? Go ahead. Crumblecookies.com, everyone. Here's today's podcast. It might be the last one ever. Okay, Brandon. This is Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Smallshirt Baxter. Here we are. Today is Tuesday. It is September the 20th of 2022. Either you've really been working out those biceps or you accidentally put Kai's shirt on. Mm. He's 13, everyone. This is awful. <laughs> I realized it when I got here. This feels way Stand too up. small. No. No, I need to see where it where it hits no. on your waist. Stand up. No, it's right above my belly button. No. You have on a halter. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he has on a halter. Do you remember that picture of me from like, uh, I don't know, like 92 where I was walking out in a Hooters shirt that I'd cut off and it was a halter shirt? Yeah, it was embarrassing. <laughs> it is very embarrassing. <laughs> Did you I have went, on cutoffs with it? Uh, in those leotards? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I can't remember. I'll have to find it because like I went to Hooters. And I was like, I'm going to get the Hooters shirt. This is Dallas. Hooters, Dallas. Mm-hmm. You know, some people wanted the Hard Rock Cafe shirts. I wanted the Hooters shirts. Um, but I don't know why I cut it off <laughs> because, and maybe I just saw like wrestlers in the eighties who did that, but I did that in the nineties and it wasn't trendy at all when I did it. You were like, Hey, look at my abs it's yeah. because I'm little. It's because I weigh 110 pounds. These are actually ribs. <clears throat> 
<clears throat> yeah, so this shirt, uh, I shouldn't have said, does this shirt look too small? Because it feels like it's underneath my armpits. That's what you did. That, you didn't have to say anything, and I wouldn't have said anything. Look at it. You're going to go home and change, aren't you? Look at it. I'm looking at it. I might it. have to go get a station t-shirt Y'all, from across his, the street. Uh, his sleeves are like <laughs> where his del- delts are, where his shoulders are. So, <laughs> I promise I didn't mean it. Yeah. It mm. looks like I meant it, but I promise I didn't mean it. Some people think you do try to mean that stuff. So uh, I told you the other day I went out and I tried a pimento cheese sandwich at a place, <laughs> at a food truck. Why are you bringing up at six o'clock in the morning? Well, because I told you on that pimento cheese, like it was homemade pimento cheese, right? Which I like. I don't like the big tubs of it, but I like the homemade kind. And then uh, there was also, I told you on the sandwich, there was some really crispy bacon and mm. some pickles. I'm all about that. So it sounds really good. Let me just tell you, when you do a homemade grilled cheese and you throw pickles in it, Brandon, on top of Velveeta, it's not this. Mm-hmm. No, because the cheese consistency may be like really good tomatoes, but and I love pickles, but ooh. something about that sticky Velveeta cheese. Like t- basically, I think of Velveeta cheese like those slices. Like I could just throw it against the wall and it would stick to the wall for the next forty years. <laughs> So anyway, hmm. uh, the advice food trucks can get away with doing some stuff that okay. maybe we shouldn't do in our own homes because that in the middle of Velveeta cheese with some pickles, Mm-mm. not the best taste. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So you know how sometimes we'll see those stories on like, hey, somebody left a really awesome tip for a waitress or a waiter, right? Mm-hmm. And we celebrate those people. Probably half the time we'll do that whole high five gimmick and all yeah, that stuff. Right. Uh, there was a really cool story from Scranton, Pennsylvania, the home of Dunder Mifflin. Yes. <laughs> uh, dude goes into a place and his bill was something like 13 bucks. He left a young lady whose name is Mariana Lambert. He left her a tip of $3,000. Oh, my goodness. So the girl was super excited. I mean, she was like, hey, I'm going to use this money to you know take my family on vacation and, and stuff like that. The guy said, hey, this is what I'm going to call tips for Jesus. Like, I'm doing a good deed. I'm going to give you this cash. I'm going to help you out. Okay. Uh, so he gave her the $3,000 tip. Looked all impressive to everybody in the place. And then when he got home... He disputed the charge and said it was a false charge. Okay. No. (laughs) $3,000. So the weird thing is uh, Mm -hmm. the girl got paid. Like her business, I guess, ended up paying her that cash. And now the business is going after the guy who gave the $3,000 tip saying, hey, dude, you tipped this. We know you tipped this. You made a big deal out of tipping this. What do you think that is going to happen? Do you think legally they'll give it back to him? I don't know legally if they have to. Oh, It isn't really worth fighting it. They said they were talking to the dude. The business was talking to the dude, communicating with the guy through Facebook, and then he ghosted him. <laughs> and it's really not funny. No, it's not, but man... I think it's the name of his his uh, tips for Jesus. Yeah, I think that's what gets me. Is uh, I don't you know. Uh, so let me tell you, the guy. In the, when I read the story this morning, I have this one vision, and I'm not sure why this vision is still in my head. But you know the TV show Married with Children. <laughs> yeah. So Al Bundy and the guys they would go to a, an establishment to hang out, right, and where people would be up there on a stage. An establishment. An establishment. And there was this one episode of Married with Children where (laughs) Al Bundy, he put some cash out, right? And the girl's like, hey, I'll take the cash. And she tucks it away, but he has the cash attached to a fishing pole. 
and he winds the cash back out and it comes back to him and he does it again and again. That's what I thought of when I saw the story. Brandon, why do I feel like that's something that you would do because in it's real brilliant. life? Oh, imagine me. Yeah, if I go over, let's say I'm, I'm going over to Hooters, right? Here's a hundred. Here's I'm going to give a tip for $5,000. And then as soon as I get in the car, I'm disputing that sucker just so I could be the hero in the place. Oh, my goodness. To me, that's genius. His family. I'm just not sure how legal that is. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hello. Welcome to Tuesday. Today is National Pepperoni Day. So I was reading a thing about pizza. <laughs> Why am I talking about food? Uh, but they were talking about the toppings that are good on pizza, right? Like pepperoni is the ultimate. That's probably my favorite. Everybody says that's the topping that goes on pizza. Uh, let's see here. Other toppings that are good on pizza. Tell me what you think. Mushrooms. Um, I'll eat them, but it's not my favorite. Garlic. Yeah. Onions. No. No. Mm-mm. Bacon. Sure. Chicken. Sometimes. Sausage. Sometimes. No, see, I love the sausage. Like the Italian sausage, those big old sausage balls. Yeah, those are good. A ham? No. No. Here are yeah. things people don't want on their pizza. These are absolute no's from people. And when I heard these, I'm like, who does this? Fried eggs. Who would put eggs on a pizza? <laughs> I don't know. Talk about ruining a perfectly fine piece of pizza. What if it's a breakfast pizza? I still, eggs are disgusting. I don't care. I can't get over them. Like there's something you just about haven't them. dressed them correctly. I don't, does somebody tell me how to make eggs that don't taste disgusting? They're awful. It's some cheese in it. I, I do. I'll put like little green cabbage or kale or whatever you call that well, there stuff. There it is. There's your problem. Well, I don't know. It's never good. Some hot sauce? No, it's not Salsa? good. They're, it's the consistency. Like Salt, I'm, pepper? I'm not a texture guy, but something about the consistency of eggs. But there's so many different consistencies you can make them. Yeah, but still, I haven't found one I really enjoy yet. Hmm. So other uh, toppings that don't go good on pizza, according to people, zucchini is not a big popular one. Mm. Asparagus. Uh, hmm. Anchovies. Ew. See, those aren't as bad. I'd rather have anchovies than eggs. I'd rather have an egg pizza than anchovies. Not bring the anchovies every single day. Disgusting. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show high five. High five. Hey, a big high five goes out today to Dr. Carl Allenby. So he's from the Cleveland area. He had this dream when he was young that he wanted to be a doctor, right? Mm -hmm. But life gets in the way. Life gets hard, man. You got to figure out what you're going to do, and sometimes you can't afford the school. So. Uh, what Dr. Carl did was he went and opened an auto repair shop and he worked as a mechanic for a lot of years. But he realized that he still had that dream, that dream of becoming a doctor. And he wasn't going to let that dream go. Back in 2010, he took some pre-med classes. In 2015, he enrolled in medical school. No way. And in 2022, boom, he has his first job as an attending physician in an emergency room in Ohio. That's awesome. It's really cool uh, because he he said, hey, you know what? I might have done this and I might have you know hit some tough times in life, but I'm going to keep working. I'm going to keep pushing forward. Dr. Carl says, plan your work and work your plan. Your sacrifices today will produce advantages for tomorrow. Love that. He goes on to say that people are mostly limited by the constraints and limitations we put on ourselves. Ooh. It's right here, man. It's in our own heads. So here's to you, Dr. Carl Allenby. It's an Arkansas's morning show. High five. 
high five. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, doing it big on a Tuesday morning. It is September the 20th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, This is Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. We have Country Music News today on Kane Brain. Kane Brown has been doing a bunch of work over the last couple of years with the Boys and Girls Clubs of America. Uh, number one, he went to their headquarters in Cleveland and helped to uh, basically make a donation to renovate the gym uh, at the Boys and Girls Clubs of America headquarters, right? He then goes to his hometown of Chattanooga. He teamed up with Lowe's, and they renovated the Boys and Girls Club in Chattanooga in Kane's hometown. And then they did the big race in Nashville at Nashville Super Speedway. Kane was there, uh, and he welcomed a whole bunch of people who were there and surprised them at the race. So Kane's very much involved with the Boys and Girls Clubs of America. And this year, they're going to honor Kane Brown. They're going to give him an award called the Champion of Youth Award. And they're going to be doing that at their annual gala, which is held October the 13th in Los Angeles. So a big congratulations to Kane Brown. We have country music news today on Shania Twain. Whose bed have your boots been So the last couple of years, Shania has been busy doing a Las Vegas residency. She put out a new documentary over the summer, but the countdown is on for new music. Shania said, quote, every time I get to announce something like this, I get such a rush of adrenaline and nerves. It never gets old. I'm super excited to share with you that my new song, Waking Up Dreaming, is coming out this Friday. So she shared the cover art for the song, and it's Shania looking only how Shania can look. She's got the whole big hair, cowboy hat deal going on, high-heeled boots vibe. So really really pretty but according to the queen of country pop this is just the beginning of much more to come so her next her next chapter in life shania twain waking up dreaming out this friday the 23rd and country music news today on blake shelton don't want to scoot the boots of nobody so blake shelton made an appearance on the kelly clarkson show of course uh, they talked about the voice in the new season, which features Camila Cabello. He also talked about his clothing line, and then he did an unplugged version of one of his early hits. If you remember the song Austin, so imagine this. It's unplugged. It's Blake Shelton featuring backup vocals from Kelly Clarkson. Here's what it sounds like. If you're calling about the car I sold in, if this is today night I'm bowling, you got something to sell, you're wasting your time. I'm not buying okay. If it's anybody else Wait for the town Know what to do And P.S. This is Austin I still love you That's pretty, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So it's Blake Shelton and Kelly Clarkson. You can check it out all over Kelly's social media and on YouTube. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show with Brandon.
and Kelly. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. It's <laughs> Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Arkansas's Morning Show. Did you know Angelina Jolie, Reese Witherspoon, and Sarah Michelle Gellar all auditioned for lead parts in Clueless before it went to Alicia Silverstone? Really? Yeah. All right. Never heard that. Did you know there have been 44 live-action Hollywood movies adapted from video games, starting with Super Mario Brothers in 1993, and it took 34 movies in 25 years for one to do better than 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, wow. The first was Tomb Raider in 2018. It had a 52% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Okay, maybe they should work a tad bit harder on those movies. And did you know, in 2006, Creed singer Scott Stapp attempted suicide by jumping off a hotel balcony only to be rescued two hours later by rapper T.I., I have so many questions here. Right. So, T.I. helped him two hours after he jumped? I I have questions as well, um, but that is what it says. I saw Creed perform one time in Little Rock. Really? I think they might have been a little bit off their rockers at that tour. Mm. I did play ping pong with them backstage, though, legit. Ping pong? Really? They had a ping pong table backstage, and I had the chance to play ping pong with Creed. Legit true story. Who was on your team? Uh, I can't remember. There's not much I remember about that night anyway. <laughs> it wasn't Scott? Uh, I don't remember if it was Scott Stapp or if it was one of the other guys. I mean, there were multiple members of the band in there while I was playing. When you lost, did he uh, come to you with arms wide open? He did not, but he told me maybe someday I could reach up a little bit higher. That's reaching. <laughs> reach a little too far on that one. <laughs> My bad. Rapper T.I., though. Yeah. Hmm. We'll create for you this morning. Can you take me My ping pong buddies. Okay. Look for us, Gump. Can you take me have you even seen that movie? Yes, I have. Have you seen The Door? <laughs> and if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So for about the last, I don't know, six months or so, I've been talking about, um, you know, my best friend, my dog. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I say my dog, it's not like my dog. Like, what's up, dog? Like, this is my real dog. Like, this is a dog that I never was like, I'm never going to go out and get this dog. But when the dog came to us and Leslie said, hey, can we just keep him for a couple of days? Because it's probably too much for me, and I said, that's ah, not a good idea because I know how this goes. And then I met him and I fell in love with him. Do you remember, a lot of times people like to call me um, Kelly uh, Notre-Damas because I like to tell the future. Notre-Damas. I don't know how to say it, but it's something like that. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, I, listen, Dion Warwick, I don't know. Uh, the Psychic Network? Yes. Okay, I'm just um, trying to connect the dots here. Yeah, Brandon has had so many, quote, perfect dogs. <clears throat> now this one and is. And so, oh, is it? Well, so his name is Murphy. We got him, and his name was Murphy. Uh, and, like, so it was supposed to be Meemaw's dog, and then he was growing a little too fast for Meemaw, who was recovering from COVID and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, we were going to keep him for a little bit, and uh, then he became my best friend. So... <laughs> So Murphy, my dog, then became, because I always have to have nicknames for my dogs, mm-hmm. right? It's like, you know, Charles in Charge is Charlie, or, you know, Nashvillian is my other one, you know, Nash Bridges. So 
like I don't know why I do that with every animal. They have to have I, another I, name. I do it too. So Murphy became Murphy Lee. And then I would say, and I've said for months on the radio, Murphy Lee, what the hook going to be? Uh-oh, I don't need no Murphy hook on this beat. He's my Cavapoo, right? Y'all, the reason he says that, for some reason, if you don't know that song, this is what it sounds like. Uh-oh. No Murphy hook on this beat. So that's Murphy Lee and Jermaine Dupree. Right. So he became Murphy Lee. So we realized that Murphy Lee, who was a Cavapoo, who was supposed to be little, like a little lap dog for Meemaw, wouldn't stop growing. Like, he continues to grow. He is no lap dog, Brandon. That sucker will cover... Like, if you're sitting on the couch and he jumps up there, he's so shaggy, he covers you up. It looks like a blanket's over he's you. so adorable, though. And he has the best little personality and stuff like that. So my wife was like, hey, I think we have an issue with Murphy. I'm like, well, what's the issue? And she's like, I don't think he's a cavapoo. Because everything she's ever researched shows a cavapoo is like a small dog and it stays a certain size. And that's the reason they chose a cavapoo for Meemaw, because the dog was going to stay a certain size. And Murphy is exceeding expectations as far as growth. So my wife decides to go to Google and she's trying to Google what the heck Murphy is. She thinks we have a golden doodle and not a cavapoo. (laughs) They're drastically different. uh, Yes. So there's the potential he's a mini golden doodle. I I bet that's it. But like maybe the the litters got mixed up. And so she pulled out the paperwork from the place where they got the dog from Meemaw, right? And it looks like like the mom, he has one mom, but two different dads on the paperwork. So we don't know who the dad is. Wow, didn't y'all pay like $10,000 for that dog? No, we didn't pay nothing for that dog. That's why I like him so much. We didn't pay nothing. Are you sure? I didn't pay nothing for him. Maybe somebody else did. That ain't ain't my business. It ain't your business. (laughs) No, I'm just the recipient. I'm the Mm. willing recipient of my best friend. So Mr. Perfect isn't so perfect anymore, huh? I mean, he's still pretty amazing, but I've said he's a Cavapoo forever. That's part of the bit. Now he's not even a Cavapoo. Now what are you going to say? I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't even know what he is. Murphy Lee, my... Dog. My my golden doodle, miniature. Mm-mm. It loses something there. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So there can be a fine line between a prank and a crime, especially when it comes to cheating people online. A 51-year-old guy in Missouri named Jeremy was arrested a while back after he dressed up as the Joker from Batman and proceeded to live stream threats to bomb and kill people. Oh, my gosh. He claims it was just a prank. He even said, I was talking like the Joker. I was in character. Everyone knew it was a joke and that I had no intentions of following through with the threat. Well, the police took it seriously. And Jeremy was initially charged with a felony, but it was reduced to a misdemeanor charge of making a terrorist threat. He was sentenced to 60 days in jail. Just a little side note, this isn't Jeremy's first issue with the law. He previously served more than 20 years in prison for robbing a credit union in the 80s. Good grief. Yeah. Speaking of calling in threats disguised as the Joker from Batman, Batman and Robin were hanging out in the Batcave and Robin said, Batman, why do you wear dark colors? Easy, Robin. It makes me less likely to be shot. Then Robin said, well, why do I wear bright colors? Batman says, it also makes me less likely to be shot. (laughs) That is not good. Be nice to the boy wonder. (laughs) And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So there's a cool thing we can all go see as we prepare for fall. I know a lot of people are getting out like their fall decor 
Like my wife has fall stuff already up on the porch. I haven't though, been over there yet. I hadn't seen. Yeah. So technically, I don't think fall starts until, what is it, Thursday, I think. Maybe. Hmm. Uh, but my wife has like, hey, it's Halloween. You know, she she gets all into that kind of stuff. Uh, have you seen what they're doing at Jackson Farm? No. What's what's going on? So Jackson Farm is near Black Rock. And they've taken their cornfield. And you see how some people like do designs in cornfields? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they get the aerial shot and it looks really, really cool. I'm not exactly sure how they do that. But like there was one in Nashville or right outside of Nashville where somebody did Walker Hayes as the corn maze. <laughs> it was the Walker Hayes maze. Right. Uh, but outside uh, in uh, in Black Rock at Jackson Farm, they've done Jurassic Farm. So basically, it's like it says Jurassic Farm in the middle of this cornfield, and there's like dinosaur. It's like the logo and everything in there. So the aerial shot is absolutely insane. Wow! So somebody had to go through and and do that. That's really that's impressive. I'm not sure if there's some type of GPS that like you can put a design in and then. Because those machines are so expensive and so smart that maybe that's how they do yeah. it. I'm not sure. Uh, but the the people who run the, the farm, Jackson Farm, say that basically uh, they their kids loved watching those movies, the dinosaur movies, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. And they thought that people would enjoy that, especially when you know you're walking through a maze that is uh, Jurassic Farm. That is fun. And there can be some scary stuff that happens in there as well. Maybe some dinosaurs encounter you on the trip. Mm. And all stuff like that. Now, they say it's not like supposed to be haunted. It's not supposed to be a scary experience, but more of a fun experience for the entire family. That's pretty cool. You should get one of the farmers around here to uh, to do your name in a cornfield. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. I wonder if somebody would do that. And maybe a caricature of me right in the middle. Yeah, gosh. Yeah. That would take up the whole Okay. Thank farm. you very much. So uh, the, <laughs> the Jurassic Farm is going to open to the public on the 24th, which is coming up on Saturday. You can find out more if you look at uh, Jackson Farm on social media. But it looks pretty cool. Yeah. I've done these before. Mm-hmm. Like I've been to a couple places where they did those corn mazes. And I can tell you I'm not very good at them. <laughs> and they make me extremely nervous. I have a bad sense of direction anyway. So, uh, yeah. I did one with my wrestling buddies. It was like me and Brian Christopher and Robert Gibson from the Rock and Roll Express and J.C. Ice from uh, PG-13. Uh, we were on our way to Evansville, Indiana for a wrestling show that night. And they're like, hey, let's stop here at the Corn Maze. And we're already running late, but I'm the new guy, so I can't tell them, hey, we shouldn't be doing this. So they get me out there in the middle of the Corn Maze, and those guys all found their way out. And I couldn't figure it out. You realize I did it on purpose. No, yeah. And so you know what happened as I got out? I finally found the exit. They hit me with multiple water balloons because I was the new guy. So I ride to Evansville, Indiana, the Evansville Coliseum, soaking wet. Because they're like, you don't have time to change. We're running late because they're playing a rib on me. They're joking me. So I show up at the building in Evansville. We're late. And Randy Hales is there like, where have you guys been? I'm the first one he sees. And I'm soaking wet. Yeah. No. Wow. Yeah. Maybe you should talk to somebody about this. Can somebody get Dr. Dana Watson for me? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I am dead serious. They were playing a joke. I just happened to be the butt of the joke. Oh, wow. So if I go to Jurassic Farm at Jackson Farm, mm-hmm. just outside of Black Rock, please don't let me be the person lost in the maze. And please don't peg me with water balloons. Guys, if y'all could send me a message, we will get some things together. Make no. sure that that happens. No, too. you're not going to do that. That's mean. <laughs> Faster in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. 
Oh, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday to you for it. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Tuesday, September the 20th of 2022. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to a good friend of mine, Josh Johnson, who celebrates his birthday today. He's a man guide super tense. Just don't tell John Rose. Oh, happy birthday, Josh. Josh Johnson celebrates his birthday today. Also, a big happy birthday goes out to Skyla Durham of Smithville. Celebrating a birthday today. So her husband, David, is uh, working at Pico Foods, one of the top guys over there. But Skyla uh, is a big listener of the show, and we appreciate that. Happy birthday, Skyla. So happy birthday, Skyla. Also celebrating today, Shauna Wilson in Stuttgart. Gretchen George of DeWitt. We have Chrissy Harrison in Hot Springs celebrating today. Paige Linton of Truman. Nelson Woodard. Of Wynn is having a birthday today. Happy birthday from Ashley. Uh, happy birthday, Nelson. Rena Eskew of Jonesboro celebrates Amanda Ramsey. And Wynn, Mandy Hammett of Jonesboro. Christy Pierce Smith from Jonesboro. We have Dodie Argo of Conway celebrating a birthday today. And Brett Mize, who's from Wynn, celebrates as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. He was an American Idol winner. Philip Phillips is 32 today. Come on, come on, come on, won't you turn my soul into a raging fire? Philip Phillips is celebrating his birthday today. Just know you're not alone, because I'm going to make this place your home. Here we go. Settle down. <laughs> Settle down. Hey. Pretty much, right? Close. All right. There we go. Philip Phillips, 32 years old today. Happy birthday to Kristen Johnston, who is 55. That's Sally on Third Rock from the Sun. And uh, she was also in Austin Powers 2, The Spy Who Shacked Me. Ivana. Yes. Ivana. Ivana. There that was go. her name. Yes. Happy birthday to Nuno Betancourt, who is 56 today. That is the guitarist in Extreme. More than words is all you have to do to make it real. Then you wouldn't have to say that you love me. Cause I'm ready. Is it true? how to play that on the guitar uh yeah wish <laughs> I, I do like that song nunu betancourt of extreme 56 today happy birthday to george rr R. martin who is 74 the game of thrones author and happy birthday today yes to gunner and matthew nelson who are 55 of the band nelson you may remember them from this song right here i can't live without your love and affection Ricky Nelson was their dad. He was on The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. Wow. Black and white show back in the day around Beaver. So I wait. It's black and white like Leave it to Beaver. Oh. Come on. Can't go on there. 
these guys were my hair inspiration in the 90s. <laughs> Nelson for you this morning. We're going to play the full thing. This will be a full Nelson. No. What about a half Nelson? No. I can't live without your love and affection. Happy birthday goes out to my good friends, Gunner and Matthew Nelson of the band Nelson, who turned 55 today. Happy birthday, Matthew and Gunner. Hope you have a good one. Today in pop culture on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right. Today is September the 20th. And today in pop culture in 1976, ACDC released their third studio album, The album was called Dirty Deeds, Done Dirt Cheap, and it featured the title track. Dirty Deeds, Done Dirt Cheap, Dirty Deeds, Done Dirt Cheap, Dirty Deeds, Done Dirt Cheap, Dirty Deeds, and Done Dirt Cheap, Dirty Deeds, and Done Dirt Cheap. Today in pop culture in 1984, a great day in television history as ABC premiered this new television show, which featured Tony Danza. The show was called Who's the Boss, right? See if you remember this. Yeah. Alyssa Milano, we met her during this There's show. There's a time for love and a time for living. You take a chance and face the wind. Samantha. Open road and a road I remember loving that. Was it Mona? What's the her name, Mona? Head, yes. Like her mom? Mona, and she was really um, funny. So you had Tony, who was Tony. Mm-hmm. You had Samantha, who was Alyssa Milano, mm-hmm. or Alyssa Milano was Samantha. You had Mona, who was that redheaded lady. Mm-hmm. What was uh, the other woman? Was, and, it, was that right, Angela? Yeah, Angela. Was it Judith it. Light? How do you remember stuff like that? Random stuff, man. I don't know what I had for lunch. I can't remember much of yesterday. Was it true that, that you had a poster of Judith Light in yes. your room? Yes, and Mona. <laughs> Today in pop culture 2004, Billy Joel got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Today in pop culture in 2011. Oh, actually, today in pop culture in 20. Uh, try that again. Today in pop culture. In, today's not my day. I've just felt it all day. I've loved today. I've been just a tad bit off all day. What is I've it? I've loved it. Today in pop culture <laughs> in 2005, Bon Jovi released the album Have a Nice Day. It featured this song right here. I still think one of the best ever CMT Crossroads was Bon Jovi and Sugarland. That was tremendous. Uh, today in pop culture in 2011, Carly Rae Jepsen released this. Hey, I just met you. And this, this is, is crazy. crazy. But here's my number. So call me maybe. And today in pop culture in 2014, and Megan Trainer hit number one with this. Because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no, no trouble. trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no, no trouble. trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass. That was eight years ago. That's wow. crazy. Uh, today is September the 20th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So sometimes in uh, in being brutally honest to the state of Arkansas, sometimes <laughs> I might say something that is 
uh, not the most popular. So I want to have this, and I hate to say it's a debate. I want to have a discussion with you. No, you like to debate. Let's just call it what it is. I'm not going to debate. No. I just want to say a couple things. Mm-hmm. Number one, life yeah. is expensive. Okay, right? number one, yes. Have you seen your electric bill this month? I'm not going to talk about it because it makes me want to uh, lose it. <laughs> have you seen your grocery bill? So things are expensive, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and when things are expensive, for whatever reason, we decide to go and order carry out more often. <laughs> Whenever but, we're really needing money, we decide to go out to eat. Can I tell you the, the mindset behind this, though? And it's it's flawed. The logic is flawed. But it's so expensive to go and, and buy groceries that we're like, hey, might as well just eat out. The conspiracy. Still flawed. Yeah. Like that's, the logic's not necessarily there. But... So everywhere I go, and I told you this, I went to a place the other day where we could eat outside. There were multiple different food trucks, and everybody, of course, wanted something different. And I had to run my debit card three or four times. And each time I ran my debit card, it says, do you want to leave a tip? Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, well, I don't want to be a jerk. I don't want to be rude, but do I really want to tip? No. That's different. Like if I'm at a at a restaurant, let's say I'm eating at Hooters, right? And the Hooters girl comes over. Why does it always go back to Hooters every time? (laughs) <laughs> we don't even have one of these it's in just the, our part of the state. It's just the first thing that comes to my mind. So I'm just thinking, okay, so like if I'm Figures. there, I get it. I'm in a restaurant, full dining experience. You're supposed to tip. Even though sometimes it's like, am I really supposed to tip 20% because the service was okay, food was okay? I still, because people know us when we go out, I feel like I'm supposed to tip 20%, good or bad service, good or bad food. I get it. And sometimes, I, I do feel the same way, but sometimes I do try to tip more if I have it. Does that make sense? Like there's some months I'm like, okay, I want to try to tip you as much as I can, mm-hmm. but... um. I don't hardly have anything to get me to payday. But then there's other times I'm like, I'm doing okay. I'm doing good this month. I'm going to try to tip more. Like, do you ever do that? No, see, I'm married and I have a kid. And no, I never have enough cash just to give extra. I'm not saying like a $3,000 tip. I'm just saying like even for for people, for waitresses or for anybody that works in the food business, like 50 cents helps. It doesn't doesn't matter. So like every little bit helps. So even if I'm just rounding up my dollar, even if I'm giving an extra dollar, it's not like you have to tip them you know, a ton. No, a good service. Like I, like I don't mind at all to tip for really good service. Right. But sometimes like if I'm just walking up to a place and all you're going to do is hand me my bag of food and you're going to say, you want to leave a tip? Like, honestly, I, I kind of don't want to leave a tip. Yeah. Because like, imagine this, imagine, and this could be what's coming next. Imagine you go through a fast food place, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, I just bought two meals and it's 24 bucks. Mm-hmm. And then they say, would you like to tip on top of that? That's probably what's coming. Because every other little credit card machine now says, do you want a tip? And like, there's places I'm like, oh, I just spent $25 for two meals. I believe I've spent enough. And you're, you are right. I, I don't mind tipping at a place where you get really good service, but there's some places when you go through and they don't even make eye contact or say hello. Yeah. And, the, and then it says, ask for a tip. I want to leave like a report card. Like I would leave a tip, but since they did not make eye contact when they handed yeah. me the bag, no. And that's the teacher in you that wants to go into the discussion. The, right, right. I, I want to hit no tip and I've done that a few times and then I feel like the biggest jerk on the planet because it's nothing against the person who's helping me it's like hey my meal's already 25 or 26 bucks right no I get that and, and like golly and you want me to tip 20% on a, on a meal that I'm walking up to pick up but what happens when your son Kai who's just about to turn 13 gets a job at one of these places mm. and some dude who's in his mid 40s comes up to who him who is that comes up to him and says I Tipping. No, I don't ever say it. And Kai's just trying to pay his 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 insurance. 
I mean, couldn't they just pay a little more wages? And I agree. They're killing us with costs, man. They're killing us with costs. I agree. But it just seems kind of cheap to me. You remember when you could go through a drive-thru and meals were going to be like five, twenty-five, six bucks. And like you could feed the whole family for like 20? No, I know. Like every time we go through a drive-thru, it can be the cheapest drive-thru you can find. It's 30-something bucks for us. I know. And I know families like our people down the street who like they have 14 or 15 kids. I don't know how many kids they have in their house. But like there's no telling what they have to pay when they go out. I, I know. So do you guys tip on carry out? Do you feel like you have to? Like, even curbside, I get if somebody's going to walk out and, like, they're going to get your food ready and they're going to walk it out. They're going to make it convenient. I get all that stuff. And maybe that tip, it doesn't have to be 15%. Maybe it's like two bucks. Right. I'll pay you two bucks for walking 30 feet. But it should be already built in or something. I mean, the deal is when at the end of the deal, when you've already paid and then they're looking at you like, are you going to leave me a tip? And I'm like, well, I guess I am. Right. I ain't never yeah. coming back, though. I, I know. I ain't never coming back. Maybe you should start some type of, uh, <laughs> I don't know, maybe you should lobby about it or That's something. That's what I'm doing right know. now. Yeah. I'm using this platform to lobby. Everybody stop tipping. They'll stop asking if we Brandon, all stop tipping. you can't say that. You tip people when you sit down. Oh. I don't know. We'll put it up on social media, let you guys weigh in, see what you think this morning. Five, four, three, two, one. You made the calls. You sent the messages. These are the most wanted songs on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. Number five. I need something you prove. Something stronger than I'm used to. That's Morgan Wallen, You Proof, song number five. Number four. She's a 90s country fan like I am. Hey, I got a Chevy. She can flip a quarter. Cole Swindell, She Had Me at Heads, Carolina, song number four. Number three. Kelsey Ballerini. That's Heart First, song number three. Number two. Let's get some candles burning and some records turning all the lights down low. Take it nice and slow. So it's Luke Combs and the kind of love we make. That's song number two. Number one. God makes five foot nine brown eyes and a sundress. Loves Tim McGraw and a small town accent. Ain't no way to me in this truck made her fall in love. Jack makes good whiskey, but God makes the good stuff. Tyler Hubbard Five Foot Nine is the most wanted song over the last 24 hours with Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so a dating coach has revealed some unsexy traits. (laughs) Are you the dating coach? No, I'm not. This is an Australian relationship coach, Luann Ward, who's a good friend of mine. She's a friend of mine in the Wiggles, Anthony Wiggle. Oh, Brandon, just because they're from Australia. I bet Anthony knows her. He mm-hmm. knows everybody. Everybody knows Anthony, the Blue Wiggle. Mm-hmm. He's my he's one of my best friends, him and Murphy Lee. My dog. Okay. Anthony's also my dog, as a matter of fact. So anyway, uh, dating turnoffs. Let me know what you think on these. If anybody's in the dating game, maybe these are things you don't want to do. Because I don't even know, like, how do you even date? Gosh, yeah. Can you imagine having to go date again? It's like, no. what, what in the heck am I supposed to do? Yeah. Like, how do I even act? Can I act like this? Especially with you being so old. No. 
wait a minute. Stop. Number one, I don't feel like I'm that old. Do you think I'm that old? No, I'm just playing. I think I'm such a catch. You uh, really are. Yeah, my wife, though, she probably doesn't think so. No, she told me. She she thought you were a catch. Yeah, a catch. That's what she would say. So, okay, dating, right? Uh, dating turnoffs. Let me give you some of these, and uh, you can weigh in on what you think about right. these these pieces of advice. Uh, they say if somebody is completely always seeking compliments or <laughs> validation, that ain't good. Yeah. Like, you don't need somebody who's that needy. Mm-mm. Do you feel like I'd be that guy? Huh? No. Hello? Hit me with the truth. I'm going to turn the music down. Do you think I'd be that guy? I'm not going to be offended. Um, yeah. Well, now I'm offended. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you really think I would be? Uh, do these uh, genes uh, make... Yeah. I just want to feel appreciated. They also say... What? They also say if you avoid uh, answering questions and you're kind of a little bit like, ooh, we're not going to talk about that, or they sense a little bit of shade, maybe that's an unsexy trait. Uh, A million percent. Bye. So you're supposed to be an open book. Yes. Yeah, forget that. Uh (laughs) You better be glad you're married. (laughs) Dang. Uh, they say if you're using your date uh, and treating them like they're your therapist and all you're doing is complaining about your problems and your issues, <laughs> probably not a good trait. Yeah. Because, and I've, I've tried, actually, this is going to be, you're going to make fun of me, but I try, I'm trying to do better as far as mindset, mental mindset. Yeah. At least hold that stuff in six months while you're dating. Yeah. I mean, well, everybody knows the first six months or a year is all a lie. Like it's all a lie. Yeah, it's it really the is. Phase. And then you figure it out, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, what have I done? Are we live? Hello? Can we take this back? I don't know. We they say uh, a dating turnoff includes putting yourself down. Always okay, Brandon. You're all of these. <laughs> oh gosh. Now my feelings are hurt. No, it's not it. There's another one. There's nothing wrong with it. Here you go. Here's the perfect one for Kelly. If you continue to interrupt (laughs) someone else when they're speaking. Oh, man, I don't have a chance. Exactly. (laughs) Listen, I'm only one of them. You're all five. I'm not five of them. I'm not even one of them. There's more. You want me to keep going? No, I don't want to hear any more of these. (laughs) I don't even like this woman anymore. I'm breaking up with Luann. (laughs) Not even friends with her. I'm never going to Australia now. Oh, y'all. I take this whole thing back. Scrap that from the podcast. This is dumb. I'm leaving. Get out of here. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, a couple quick things I saw today. Um, There's some Adam Levine news that's uh, breaking this morning where a model says that um, they were buddies, a little better buddies and buddies. Adam, Adam, Adam. And uh, some people are pretty fired up. He hasn't responded, so who knows what the truth is. Because uh, in a situation like this, it's like, okay, maybe it's possible somebody does something like that. And there's also the side of like, okay, so maybe somebody wants to be famous. Who knows? And who do we believe? Now, the girl who's saying the stuff about him is showing DMs. And she's also saying, this is pretty crazy. She's saying that he reached out asking if he and his wife could name their next baby after her, the girl. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me see what her name is. I saw it just a second ago. Yeah, so I've been seeing a lot of people kind of fired up at him this morning. Uh, Yeah, so her name is Sumner. Sumner. So he wanted to name his baby girl Sumner. And she is showing 
what she alleges to be direct messages from him and texts and stuff like that. Man, when someone has the actual receipts and they, I mean, can, and they can post stuff, and then if it gets verified or it shows that she's not lying or whatever. I mean. That's a story that's out there today. There's also a story that talks about how uh, some people, some couples, uh, don't talk about money because it causes fights. Huh? I have never heard that. Here's the thing. Uh, this is kind of wild. That's a I, don't joke. Know, I don't know if I believe this. They say 83% of couples talk about money, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they say, you know, there's also a, a percentage just under that, uh, like 20% or a little bit less, that says that they don't talk about finances with their partner. And the reason they don't is for fear of starting an argument. Let's talk about the things that people fight about in relationships. What would you say is number one? Money. You think that's the number one? Yeah. Probably. Yes. What's number two? Kids. How you how you discipline or how that's going? Yes. What's number three? Uh, relations. Those are the three sticking points, right? Yes. Pretty much in every relationship. Yes. But you think money's number one? Unless you're loaded. There, there's, and maybe if, if you're loaded. Of course there's exceptions, but I don't think it matters how much money you have, but it's always going to be an issue. It doesn't matter if you're really rich, really poor, money is always an issue. Yeah, but see, to me, life was simple, like when I made a lot less. Like it was so much easier. Were you on your own then? Well, I mean, I, I go back and man, maybe it's part of it. I mean, I wasn't necessarily, I wasn't married with a kid. Right. At that point. Because that does, that does complicate things. But then as, as people, we have to learn how to work through that stuff. True. And, and literally, and I'll tell you this, and this is going to be a very vulnerable, full disclosure type moment. The number one argument that me and my wife have, has comes back to money and, mm-hmm. and maybe we should put more back. But what's crazy, it'll, it'll, it'll be because you were probably raised a certain way. She was raised a certain way. And then when you bring those certain ways together and they're a little bit different yeah. and you have a different philosophy or, or whatever on money. That's kind of where it comes from. So that's kind of the root of it. You have to kind of figure that out and then somehow compromise. Yeah. And for me, it's like, hey, let's put money back just in case, save it for a rainy day. And she's like, hey, let's live. Let's live a great life while we have this great life to live. Right. Because it's not tomorrow's not promised. I see both sides of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it is. Uh, that's, that's what causes a lot of arguments. But I think a lot of people are not being honest. If it's only, let's say, 20 percent of people say they don't talk about it. I think that's a lie. Because I think a lot of us probably, we try not to have that conversation because it can be uncomfortable. No, I think you're right. I think most people don't want to, are non-confrontational and they don't want to have that conversation because they don't, last thing they want to do is have that, you know, that intenseness in the room of that. Nobody wants to fight. Mm-mm. Nobody goes in with the, with the idea that they want to fight. They say one out of every 10 Americans has a secret credit card or they hide cash. Like not letting the other one know that they either have the card or that they have the cash. I know those people. You do know people like mm-hmm. that? Uh, they say most Americans who earn under $100,000 a year uh, would not spend $100 without talking to their partner first. Like it's kind of like, hey, we'll have the discussion. Yeah, yeah. Hey, is this all right? Hey, it's going to be 150 bucks or whatever. Because so. there could be something else on y'all's plate that you're not thinking about. Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, there's that. That's why it's so good to have the open discussion. But money, finances, as Kelly thinks, I kind of agree with that. I think it's probably the number one fight in most relationships. So it's one of the stats that's out there today. Uh, We appreciate you guys starting your morning with us. Thanks for listening to Arkansas's Morning Show. Hey, this is Lee Bryan. 
All right, so we have Lee Bryce tickets that we're giving away right now. It's Lee Bryce, the Label Me Proud Tour featuring Jackson Dean and Michael Ray. That's Thursday night at First National Bank Arena. We have tickets right now to caller number 10. Let's go ahead and go to the phones. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Uh, Tiffany. Tiffany, where are you calling from? Jonesboro. What are you up to this morning? Oh, just dropped the kids off at school and dropped the dogs off to get their hair cut. Ooh, nice. What kind of dogs do you have? Yeah, uh, two shih tzus and a golden doodle. Oh my gosh! Hey, I think we might have a miniature golden doodle that I've been calling a cavapoo the whole time. So. Embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you about no, to get to fun. go home and just chill out by yourself? No, I have the pest person coming to spray. Oh man! Okay. Oh gosh, I, I work with the pest every single morning. Tonight. Okay, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tiffany, we do have some good news. I don't know if you have any plans for Thursday night. I don't know if you had them before you called, but. You have plans now because you are caller number 10, and you're going to see Lee Bryce. Congratulations. Who do you want to take with you to that show? Um, I'll take my husband. All right. Good decision. Congratulations, Tiffany. Thank you. All right. Hang on. We'll get your information, get you hooked up with those tickets, and more winning for Lee Bryce is on the way right here on K5. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you check out today's podcast, you'll hear all about um, the big debate of the morning. Me and Kelly are on completely different sides on whether we're supposed to tip when we go somewhere and get carry out. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even talking about somebody walking the food to your car. I'm talking about somebody who doesn't even leave the counter (laughs) and they ask you if you want to tip because this seems to be a normal thing now. Like people, every, every time you put a debit card in, it's starting to ask, do you want to leave a tip? And I'm like, my gosh, I've tipped more this month than I've made. (laughs) Oh gosh. Oh, wow. Man, you must be a good tipper. Lots of tips. Uh, let's see. We also talk about there's an issue with my my best friend, my dog, Murphy Lee. What the hook going to be? Uh-oh. I don't need no Murphy hook on this beat. So he is, um, well, he's been my cavapoo, but I'm not sure that he's my cavapoo anymore. That's going to be on the podcast. Uh, plus, we talk about unsexy traits when you're dating. That's kind of fun. A cool thing with Jackson Farm, where they're doing Jurassic Farm, which uh, the artwork looks really Mm -hmm. crazy of what this field looks like. All that on the podcast today. All you have to do is search Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The 19th season finale of The Bachelorette, The Voice, The Blind Auditions, the season premiere of The Resident, FBI, FBI International, FBI Most Wanted, and New Amsterdam. And also, Reba McIntyre will be with Seth Meyers. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.